When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite LA Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at LA Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host Tom on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Episode 320, I have my Rams Commanders preview coming up here along with some notes about the game. Hey, it's episode 320, so I'm going to get back onto our uniform series. What Ram wore number 20? You know what? There's been a handful of players that have worn number 20 that are worth talking about. LaMarcus Joyner, for example. But let's talk about two guys real quickly. Number one, man, one of the saddest stories in Rams history. All-American cornerback Terrell Henley out of UCLA, drafted by the Rams in the second round of the 1989 draft, played in 76 games for the Rams, 12 interceptions, currently serving a 41-year prison sentence. It all started with a cocaine trafficking operation, but he was also convicted of attempting to hire someone to murder a judge and a witness from this trial, hiring contract killers. Daryl Henley still in jail. 
one of the saddest stories in L.A. Rams history. On the brighter side, there's Johnny Johnson, the cornerback out of Texas, first-round pick, number 17 overall in 1980, had a very solid career, first-team All-Pro in 1983, signed a six-year, $1 million contract, and a lot of Rams veterans were not happy about that and held out during the preseason, including Jack Youngblood, Jim Youngblood, Dennis Hara, and Larry Brooks. They were not happy about that. Johnson went on to have a really good career, though, and he still holds the Rams record for the longest interception return for a touchdown, 99 yards against the Green Bay Packers in 1980. So I'll leave it at that. On the downside, Daryl Henley, what a sad story. And on the upside, one of the better safeties of the 1980s, Johnny Johnson. Friday injury report for both teams. Most significantly, Commander's starting running back Brian Robinson has been ruled out. So we'll probably see Anthony Gibson as the lead back. Maybe we'll see a little bit of that rookie we all liked, Chris Rodriguez Jr. as well. Rob Havenstein will be a game-time decision. Tutu Atwell still trying to get through the concussion protocol, so he still could play. Tyler Higby is good to go, apparently. No injury designation for him. And some late-breaking news on the injury front. Aaron Donald apparently feeling some tightness in his groin. The Rams have downgraded him to questionable, so that's a little troubling. But the word on the street is he will probably play. And how about that? The Vikings had no business losing to the Bengals Saturday morning, but they found a way, and that is really good news for the Rams. Time for my preview of this Week 15 game between the Los Angeles Rams and the Washington Commanders at SoFi Stadium. Game history between these two teams. Commanders lead. 26 wins, 14 losses, one tie. Now, I haven't checked, but I'm going to guess that's the worst record the Rams have against any team in the NFL. can't imagine a worse record than that. Washington almost doubling up on the Rams. Washington won the first five games between these two, beginning in 1937. They had another five-game winning streak from 1977 to 1986. So that goes a long way towards accounting for this big edge Washington has. The last time they played, October of 2020, Rams 30, Washington 10. Daryl Henderson had a rushing and receiving TD. Jared Goff threw for 309 yards. This is the game where Washington quarterback Kyle Allen suffered an ankle injury and Alex Smith came in. And if I'm not mistaken, that was Smith's first action since he had that terrible leg injury almost two years prior. Comes back to face Aaron Donald. Probably not the ideal circumstances. Any games that should be mentioned? Well, I have two, a good memory and a bad memory. The bad memory, that 1983 playoff game, New Year's Day, 1984, Washington 51, the Rams 7. Rams fans probably felt a lot worse about that one than Chargers fans did about that Thursday night game against the Raiders. John Riggins, 25 rushes for 119 yards and three TDs. And three yards in a cloud of dust, that was John Riggins and Washington in that era. Pretty much unstoppable eating up clock, chewing up yards on the ground, really frustrating. The good memory, 1987, the Rams 30, 
Washington 26. This was Monday night in Washington. A young Jim Everett slinging the ball for the Rams. Leroy Irvin intercepted a pass in the end zone to seal the win with 25 seconds left. And this is the game where Art Monk really dropped, in my opinion, two touchdown passes. And that includes that last interception. Had his hands on the ball, deflected to Irvin. Game over. And who was the play-by-play guy in that game? The same guy that did this last Thursday night game, Al Michaels. Man, that guy has been around forever. What a legend. The odds in this one, Rams by six and a half. Weather should not be an issue at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. Team stats on offense, Washington putting up 336 yards a game, middle of the pack, under 100 yards rushing per game, 20 points per game for comparison the Rams cruising at 23. Rams have pumped it up recently, though, on defense. Now, the commanders used to hang their head on defense uh, as recently as last year one of the better defenses in the league. And the cupboard is bare. No Chase Young, no Montez Sweat, and they're giving up 380 yards per game, including 266 yards in the air. Young quarterback Sam Howell, I really like him. I don't know if Commanders fans are sold on him, though. He has over 3,400 yards passing. He has been sacked 58 times. By contrast, Rams quarterbacks have been sacked just 24 times. Now, I'm not sure if it's because he's hanging onto the ball too long or they just do not protect well. Whatever the case, Rams should be able to get to Sam Howell on Sunday. Leading rusher Brian Robinson, 600 yards rushing, nursing a hamstring this past week, though. He has been officially ruled out for the game. And their leading receiver, Terry McLaurin, just short of 700 yards receiving. On defense, Montez Sweat still leads them in sacks, even though he was traded to the Bears a while back. Jonathan Allen, a very good defensive tackle, has five and a half sacks. Coached by Ron Rivera in his 27th year, hard to dislike Ron Rivera. I think he's a really good coach in a bad situation. I have a feeling this will be his last year in Washington. 27th year coaching, fourth year with the Commanders. Eric Bieniemy, their offensive coordinator. Jack Del Rio, the old USC linebacker, their defensive coordinator. If you're looking for a Ram connection, well, Terrell Burgess is a backup safety on the Commanders. And remember Jeff Sognina? Man, another name I struggle with. Ex-Rams defensive tackle. He's on their coaching staff. Back in a second. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. 
No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What have the Bengals done so far this year? Well, they actually started out pretty good. 2-0 wins over the Cardinals and Broncos. That was before the Broncos figured things out under Sean Payton. But now 4-9, and nine, so they lost 9 of the next 11. The other teams they've beaten, the Falcons and Patriots. So not a very impressive resume for the Washington Commanders. They've actually surrendered more than 30 points in 8 of their last 13 games. So this game's there for the taking for the Rams. Here are some four keys to this game. It gets pretty basic in games like this. The Rams are by far the better team. They are playing the better football right now. So fearsome key number one, keep it clean, no blown coverages, not a bunch of turnovers, ball security in the red zone, basic stuff. If they do that, the Rams will win this game. But I got a few other keys just in case. Fearsome key number two, well, we have a young kicker. We have a new long snapper with Alex Ward out and a rookie punter, rookie holder. So we need a clean kicking game. Hopefully it won't come down to the kicking game. We should win this game by two or three touchdowns, but if it gets a little close, if it's tight, got to worry about our kicking game, our field goal efficiency and such. So that would be my second key. For some key number three, hey, Sam Howell has been vulnerable to sacks all year long. We got to get him on the ground. Our pass rush has not been that good. Now, I think it may have been by design a little bit last week against Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, more focused on keeping him in the pocket and not escaping. Not the case with Sam Howell. Now, Sam Howell's a pretty rugged quarterback. He will run with the ball. He will extend plays. He's the type of quarterback that can run over a defensive back. Let's just get Sam Howell on the ground a few times. And for some key number four, again, basic stuff, red zone efficiency. Let's cash in our touchdown opportunities. And I don't think that'll be a problem against this commander defense. I'm not taking this team lightly, but hey, let's be honest. The Rams should win this game handily. They're favored by six and a half. They just need to play clean football 
Get out of the gate fast. Don't let the commanders think they even have a shot at this in the second half. Don't do that to us, guys. Don't do that to us, Sean McVay. Let's put this game away early. Have a nice, relaxing Sunday afternoon as the Rams win, my prediction, by a score of 38-16. to 16. Yeah, I think the Rams are going to light it up. As Sean McVay said, they're going to come out swinging, not feeling sorry for themselves for how things turned out last week. They come out and punish the commanders and get to 7-7, seven and seven, keep their playoff hopes alive. Get through my game picks for you last week. Not good. Six and nine. Now, by the time you hear this, at least three games will have already been played. And I did take the Raiders over the Chargers. Thought it might be a little closer than that, though. Took the Bengals over the Vikings and the Colts over the Steelers. That Lions-Broncos game. Talked about two teams going in the opposite direction. Denver on a six and one run. And they are definitely in the playoff conversation Two desperate teams. This game's in Detroit. Detroit has been stumbling and fumbling their way to the finish line, trying to close out the NFC North. I think they get things straightened out here and beat the Broncos. But man, I do not feel strongly about this. Denver defense has been getting it done. The Lions defense has not. Jared Goff needs to get things right. And I think he will. Lions win in a nail-biter. This game could be a lot of fun. Bears at the Browns. Bears are a dangerous team, as the Lions found out last week. If the Browns can get decent play out of the quarterback position, they should be okay in this game, though. Their defense is so good. Browns' offensive line has been hit with the injury bug, and combining that with the fact that the Bears' defense has really stepped it up, this could be another really close game, but all go with the Browns, a team that has much more to play for at this point in the season. Bucks at the Packers, man, Green Bay faithful were pretty excited until they showed up and faced off with Tommy DeVito, put a stake in their heart, but Green Bay still in good shape for a playoff spot. Bucks hoping to emerge from that mediocre NFC South. I think you just got to roll with the home team here and take the Packers. Texans at the Titans, the old Houston team against the new Houston team. Texans hit a serious bump in the road last week at New York. They didn't have Tank Dell or Nico Collins, and that was their season low in points and total yards. And further complicating this prediction is C.J. Stroud working through concussion protocol. If he doesn't play, obviously you're taking the Titans. Really what you're doing here is you're making a prediction, will C.J. Stroud play or not? Combine that with the fact that the Titans are at home. I'm going to lean on the Titans in this one. Jets at the Dolphins. Great defense against great offense. Miami bounces back from that dud of a performance against the Titans and get back in the win column. Chiefs at the Patriots. Man, there's something going on with the Chiefs. Patriots find ways to make it really difficult for good offenses. And I'm not even sure the Chiefs have a good offense at this point. They definitely have a great quarterback. But you got to take Kansas City in this one. I just don't see New England being able to put up very many points against the Chiefs, where the Chiefs, they're going to find ways to get a couple touchdowns in this one. Probably win a low-scoring game, 20-10, to 10, something like that. Falcons at the Panthers. You know, Atlanta has a shot at this NFC South title. And man, if the Rams were in this division, they'd be looking pretty right now. But they aren't. It's going to be the Falcons, Saints, or Bucks. 
Falcons go on the road to play Carolina, the one-win Carolina Panthers. This will be another low-scoring game. Falcons have a lot more on the line. And this late in the year, that can be the biggest factor. They are the better team. That's not saying much, though. Falcons get the win. 49ers at the Cardinals. Like I said the other day, Cardinals will put up a fight in this one. They really will. It'll be closer than you think. I'd take that 13.5 points that the Cardinals are getting, but the 49ers are going to win this game. Cowboys at the Bills. The Cowboys play a lot differently at home than they do on the road. 7-0 at home, 3-3 on the road. That includes a loss to the Arizona Cardinals. Meanwhile, the Bills, they're a very good home team too. So what are you going to do here? Take the Bills. Really important game for both teams. Cowboys trying to stay ahead of the Eagles in the NFC East. And that's a big deal. The Cowboys could land the one seed. They could land the five seed. They need this win badly, but I think the Bills need it even more just to have a sniff at the playoffs at this point. They are the home team. They play great at home. They get to win. The Ravens at the Jags. No Trevor Lawrence. Ravens had the big overtime win against the Rams in the driver's seat for the number one seed, and they will take care of business and beat the Jags. Only favored by three and a half. I think the Ravens will cover that pretty easily. And on Monday night, the Eagles at the Seahawks. Eagles are favored by four and a half, which surprises me the way they've been playing. And the Seahawks at home, very tough at home. I think it'd be more like a one and a half spread, in my opinion. Seahawks on a four-game losing streak. I predicted it would be a five-game losing streak, and I'm sticking with that prediction. The Eagles win. And as I shared in my Rams-Commanders preview, I think the Rams are going to destroy the Commanders, cover the spread quite easily, and improve to seven and seven. going to do it for this episode remember you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com and don't forget about our youtube channel our handle is at laramsup.com till next time keep the horns up stay safe and have fun out there